What's going on, everybody? You've got the Cardboard Coaches here with your boy, Coach Go. And I am the cartel, simultaneously working for multiple companies in the industry all at the same time and without anyone's knowledge. I think you secretly love that. I think you secretly love when someone calls you like a PSA simp so that you can show them how long you've been around, you know? I do. I do. I can show them just how old I am. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, it's a it's a good flex, though, because it's like you have been you've been around for quite some time. And like, it's funny because, I mean, often the people saying the shit are the people who have not been around for very long. There are so many there are so many 2020 to 2022 collectors that they sometimes assume everyone around them is a 2020 to 2022. Collector. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone assumes that they have the most knowledge, too. You know, I, I find when, that's a great when, way to pick out um, like who really doesn't know what the hell they're talking about. It's like the people who feel like they have nothing more to learn, you know. That's right. When someone comes to me and they're like, well, this is, this is this. I'm like, yeah, that's true. But at the same time, like we've seen that based on hype, things fluctuate all the time, you know, like what was hot yesterday might not be hot today. And just because it's been hot forever. I mean, I don't think 15 years ago when the original PMGs were coming out, anyone was like, yo, this is going to be a $100,000 card in a PSA five, you know, like nobody I, would I have a nice, I have a nice comparison point for you. Uh, confidence in this hobby is as easy to find as a Wander Franco based rookie card, but knowledge in this hobby is as easy to find as a parallel. But I mean, is that saying that, that, that knowledge is easy to find because I would argue that because they've increased the number of parallels, like I think it actually, and I'm, I'm glad that we're kind of transitioning into this. If you want to get precise, I'll say serially numbered. Cause I guess that's a good point for the ones that aren't serially. numbered. Yeah. Well, because like they've, I think they've created artificial hype. And, and I think the theme of today's work or today's workout, uh, man, this is how, you know, I'm a personal trainer. I think, that, <laughs> I think the theme of today's podcast is probably going to be hype because well, well, b- think- before we get before we get to the hype, Brendan, and that's cool. <laughs> yeah, before we get to the hype, I just wanted to introduce uh, the new uh, set of cartel cards. I've designed them myself. This is a Chris Brown uh, out of twenty five. It's numbered thirteen out of twenty five. It's Chris Brown. Okay, popular singer songwriter artist Chris Brown. It's got flames and stars. This is his. Uh, this is his backhand. We don't know who he's backhanding. You can kind of pretend he's backhanding you. And it's very limited. I've sent out some samples to uh, Darren Ravel and a couple of other influencers and uh, Chris Brown. Okay. So, and it looks like a card pretty much. It's got some folds in it, but it's a card. You can turn that into a cootie catcher if you wanted to. That's right. Is Chris Brown popular? You know, what I'm finding with the, uh, you know, the hype cards these days, it doesn't even matter. Okay, he, he, was, he was at one point popular. He's a vague hip-hop artist, you know. So, therefore, we, we must be interested. Cartel, you must be. Cartel, do you have any intention of buying a video of someone opening um, a pack of, of cards and pulling... Uh, you know, I don't pretty know that, sports car. I don't know if there's enough 
pills and alcohol in this world to get me to that point, but there could be. Um, but yeah, isn't, isn't that something? I mean, isn't that a, something? And I used to joke around talking to people about slabbing empty wrappers, but little did I know people have much grander designs than that. I, I, so I need to be honest. I felt worse about it. Um, I feel worse. I, no, no I, I have felt worse about it. So okay. I thought that, that the breakers weren't getting any kickback from it. They are, which I, I of course, I mean, of course they were, which, I, which is yeah. good, which is, you know, I, I, it's good that like what, like he who shall not be named is helping out the breakers. Um, but, uh, talk I mean, about I, I, yeah, I know. I know. Are we that scared of him? No, I'm not scared of him. No, no, no. We, I, hey, he know, will, he will threaten you. It's it has nothing to do with that, and more so like, I mean, even when we were talking about the like backyard breakers, right? Like, I just I find that continually mentioning these people, yeah, yeah. just like it's like what like this is why negative shit goes viral, you know? Like this is why like I tell people all the time that like when I, my stuff goes viral, it's because like I actually don't like it because majority of the comments will be like argumentative or, or negative or like people arguing with each other. Like that's what brings shit up on the feed. Right. So like if we constantly talk about the things that aren't great and like, then they keep coming up. Um, And like, even if you don't want them to, they will continue to come up. But what we're talking about, and we're going to summarize this real quick um, is Mr. Jeff Wilson, sports card investor. Uh, if you watch and follow his stuff, I mean, good for you. And um, I'm sure it's a great baseline uh, for the average investor. If you also do outside research, please also always do outside research. Yeah, let's not forget Jeff, admittedly, is someone that hopped into this hobby yeah, during the whole that's pandemic. exactly it. Right? I mean, it's essentially no, the no, blind no following. With, and then that way... You're, you're doing all right. It's the blind following the blind at that point, right? Like if someone openly says like, I don't know where I'm going um, and we're supposed to go to the bus stop and you're like, well, I'll just follow you. You know, well, just, I'm just going to. And just so we understand that's, that's why, because Jeff yeah. is a nice guy. Yeah. I've met yeah, yeah. There's yeah. nothing wrong with him as yeah. a human being. The reason why he received the backlash and the reason why some people got on him to the point where they created a, a, a wildly popular account that was only taken down after his legal threats is because of what we just mentioned. The fact that he had the audacity to pro- proclaim himself a, a, a certain type of investor and, and have people pay him for information. Can I say that? Like, is he going to, you know. No, no. But I mean, he's open. He's admitted. He's admitted. Them. He's admitted now to. They, they paid him for information, and it, it was. It's kind of like paying yeah. someone from another industry to guide you in this industry, and that's why people have a problem with him. Otherwise, very clean cut, has a very mainstream appeal, high production value, and his timing was impeccable when it came to positioning himself in the hobby. And he's he's definitely trying to time this as well. This new venture. We're yes. talking about the NFTs, and I mean, not I'm not talking about like the NFTs. I'm talking about his. He's come out with NFTs, and the NFTs that he's come out with are from uh, his app called Breaker or called Hits. Basically, I, to my understanding, it's uh, an app that just plays um, like hits that breakers have. You know, so there's a 
a gold kaboom that mint ink is hit. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen some of the other ones, but um, it, it just kind of rolls through. So I guess it, it, in a way, could just be on in the background, much like RPS is fantastic music, you know, like it's great ripping music. You know, I think the idea behind the breakers or the, the hits app is that, it, you know, it could just be on in the background at your shop or, you know, maybe you just want to, you really want to see someone pull something crazy, yeah. um, you know, while you're sitting at home. Yeah, and the concept is not ludicrous, right? Because it's yeah. like it's it's the equivalent of an af- of an action shot in yeah. sports. It's yeah, the big, it's the big moment. By the yeah. way, cardboard cardboard built their cage up with clips of that kind of stuff. Yeah, and so he's decided to tokenize those hits. So you know uh, that big moment where you, like you mentioned, where you open a card, a uh, rather big card. Uh, he's decided to create NFTs of those. And um, I, let's I think... Go, let's, is, go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. I think, I think it's a stretch, you know? Like, let's I think... And, and I know that people are going to say, like, well, what about Top Shot? And, and, yeah. and again, like, what about Top Shot? I think Top Shot uh, has the... And again, as someone who, like, I think I've put a total of like $80 into top shot, you know, like, and that's mainly to test the waters. And now, by the way, like, it's really not doing that great. Yeah. Um, I think it's because it was like a, the first mover. I think it's because they're like licensed by the N- the NBA where a lot of people are holding on to them and saying like, well, worst comes to worst. Like I'm out, like whatever it is, but like in let's say 15 years time, if NFTs actually last, then like this could be kind of cool as like the NBA's first project. And I I just don't see that value in Jeff Wilson's NFTs. Now, that being said, apparently you're going to have exclusive access to events if you purchase one, um, which haven't been disclosed yet. Um, And he's also mentioned that you will also be entered into a free break uh, quarterly, potentially. Um, I don't know if like the quarterly date is confirmed or if he said like either quarterly or biannually. Um, So, I mean, he's marketed as like a free break, but like you have to pay like 0.8 ETH in order to buy this NFT. So, I mean, it's essentially like you're paying 300 bucks to get in a break. So, I mean, it depends on what they're breaking. It could be pretty, pretty interesting. And it depends on who's in the break. I mean, he does have a lot of connections. I have no idea where this thing goes. It, to me, though, and I mean, you can tell me how you feel about this. It seems like a dude who loves to jump on hype. And, and that's just not me. I don't, it's not, I don't fuck with that shit. You know, like I, I I'm all for getting on top prospects, but I I'm the guy that gets on the top prospect like a year before. And I love to be like, yo, do your research, you know, like, and, and like people are on it way before me. Like I probably won't be the first person on like our buddy, Jeff, not Jeff Wilson, but Jeff Barry, shout out Jeff Barry. If you he ever hears this, that guy is unbelievable at prospecting in the NHL. If you ask that guy, like who in like two years draft is going to be like the, the top 10, he can probably give you a pretty comprehensive list. Like I'm never going to be that guy, you know, that's people who specialize in it because they actually follow the sport. Yeah. 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 For sure. You know? But, uh, 
I don't know if Jeff, I don't know what Jeff follows other than what you just said, which is the hype trail. Um, it's funny because when I heard about this idea, your first instinct is to kind of laugh because it seems really ridiculous. But again, comparing it to what we've seen with other NFT initiatives, it's not that ridiculous at all. There's pages that are dedicated to the big hits and some, some are quite memorable. I'll ask you this though, Brendan, are any, can you, if I said, can you envision a famous breaking moment right off the top of your head? I've seen so many and they all kind of blend in to, to be honest. Uh, you know, the backyard breaks one with the kaboom. I was like, yo, if they do, if do, they do the Trevor Lawrence, I'd buy that in a I mean, heartbeat. I would. Yeah, that's, that's memorable for all the I would reasons. actually buy they that. Never, they no never would. I'd buy that because I think that's like, a, that was a pivotal, mo- like, it's pivotal point of the hobby. You know? But they won't because it no. makes them look bad and they yeah. wouldn't authorize that. Yeah, yeah. But I can't think of any like individual. I've seen so many. Um, I've seen so many. I, I can't think of any individual moments there. Uh, I do believe, didn't they catch on video in terms of hockey? Didn't they catch that McDavid jersey numbered cup RPA on video? So that's cool. I, I think I remember seeing that. I don't know. I think I remember seeing it. But the point, see, you see the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. There's none off the top of my head that are, hey, Brendan, can you think of some memorable goals this year? Yeah. Well, but that's the thing, though. So, like, right? if, you're, if you're constantly riding the hype train, like eventually that NFT that you own of like the, the biggest hit of like the rookie from probably this year, like, let's get real here. You know, like the hit is probably from like this no, year's I product. Say, no, not necessarily. When he, when he announced it, I figured it was going to be like a big exquisite hit from the past, a big, you know, like past major hits. But like right? how many videos of those exist though, right? Like there's a few, right? Because again, pages like card porn, they would put those up all the time. Um, and there's some that go pretty far back, by the way, back and, and it, they're interesting to watch because you're viewing it from the perspective of when these cards were not seven figures, they were more like, like four or five figures out of the, but pack. are those available as NFTs as well? Or like, I'm not sure. I, I'm mm-hmm. assuming what, he, this is what I'm assuming he did. I could be completely wrong. He went, he, he went in contact with the top breakers and I'm going to throw this in there. I'm going to throw this in there. These are not some of the greatest people in the world. I'm just going to throw it in there. Having, you know, having done some breaks myself, knowing some very good breakers, these are not the best people in the world. These are the people who I get stories about in my, in my DMs about not sending items out, but getting up to fishy stuff like the backyard breakers. There's another company popular in LA that's highly caffeinated. They've got their own stories. So he, get, he reaches out to these various companies and says, look, uh, you know, in your archives, you've got some big pulls. We're going to make those NFTs. And they're like, oh, of course, they're OK. Look, we don't have to produce any new content. It already exists. We're going to send it over to Jeff. He's going to take care of all that stuff. and We're going to get a percentage. Fantastic. Right. And in the future, if, they, if he has some sort of deal with them. Now, the funny thing is we're going really in depth here. But my understanding is they sold like nine of these. No, no, they sold okay. like three. Which they, I could have sold like three. I think they sold like three. Well, so was, there you go. It was like I something mean, like that. Like I think there was only so fifty. I mean, there was like you know, less again, than twenty percent. I, 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 I want. I want to make fun of it. I'm going to make fun of it. Um, I have big plans to make fun of it. But you know, not you know, underneath it all, I actually it's it, it goes in line with everything else we've seen in the hobby. And I and I've said this on the pod repeatedly. I don't want to. Uh, 
dig in too much yeah. with people's hustle yeah, because yeah, yeah, I respect for sure. the hustle. Yeah. And honestly, there's going to be a bunch of people sitting around, not myself, but there's going to be a bunch of people with, with those capabilities who are going to be like, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. That's that, that's something because we are really kind of starting to scrape the barrel of the corners and the hobby where we can go to, to scrape off a little resin, smoke that, smoke that to some profits. I mean, and we were just, talking about last week, how many like businesses that have already tanked since the inception, that's right? Like, God knows how many businesses Jeff, a guy like Jeff had his hands in that are currently failing or just not pumping out what he was hoping for. My favorite part of sports card investors opening, you know, videos is when he mentions that he started a lot of businesses and a lot of them have not. And he's like closed a lot of businesses, <laughs> which is like, I can't remember the quote. He's I like, I, he's I like, I, I, I've, you know, I have a lot of experience opening businesses and they closed and it's like, that's not a big, um, that's not a big, like positive in terms of me following this guy. But point is God knows how, how much he invested in, in whatever he did. And it was, you know, Patrick Ryan, who very intelligently mentioned this last year that the, the, the hits are going to be coming for these companies that came in at the top. It's the same, same like you mentioned, Brendan, if you're buying in at the top level of a, of a player, you're, you're making a mistake. You have to recognize when that's occurring. And none of these guys that started these companies realized what was occurring, which, which was a peak, right? Will there ever be a peak like that? You know, some might argue never again, because you would need the same. And again, that's not saying the hobby isn't going to be great. I think yeah. it is. Yeah. But that specific type of peak that we saw requires so many things that came together in such a bizarre way. I, I don't think we could ever, rep I, I certainly hope we can't, but it would be hard to replicate that. I mean, like transitioning from hype to hype, like yeah. we, we have another instance where, and we can talk about this because you, you have, uh, you know, a pretty significant Joe Burrow card. Joe Burrow was just in the Super Bowl last weekend. And yeah. uh, I mean, if you look at his charts and by charts, I mean, if you look at like the, the, the sale value of some of his cards over the last, let's say three months, because that's when he was like in the playoffs and leading up to the playoffs. Uh, I believe in some instances they, they were up as much as 300%. Okay. I and we're talking so. about a three month window now, greater than that. I'm sure that they were down. Um, because he was coming off a major surgery and, you know, people kind of threw him to the woods. So I love the Joe Burrow story and I can get behind if people now like want to collect Burrow because he's, he's basically brought like Ohio together, you know, like the Bengals were, were, a, yeah, he's going to be great to collect. The, the Bengals were a sputtering franchise. Like, I mean, like, like no disrespect to any Bengals fan, but they were not very good for quite some time. No, right? let's like, disrespect some Bengals fan. They were not very good for quite some time. And like, he's been the salvation and, and I love to see it. That being said though. And again, if you just plan on, like, if you don't care about money and you don't care about buying at the top and you know, like it, it's not a mat, like, if you plan on PCing him for the rest of your life, buying Joe Burrow at the top, I guess it doesn't matter, right? Realistically, right. would you say yeah, that's correct? Be holding him for a while. Doesn't matter, right? Doesn't matter. Right. But for those people who 
bought him because of the hype, okay? I think it's very important to have a discussion about how much a championship actually raises one's prices. Because I think the smartest people were the ones who sold before the championship happened. And obviously that's easy to say now, like it's not a hot take. But I think more often than not, if you sell before the potential chip, and we see this in baseball all the time. Vladdy last year almost won a triple crown cartel. He almost won the triple crown, ended up with nothing, but still his cards were basically just above where they started the season at. That's crazy, right? Like, and, and it just goes to show leading up to like the event or leading up to the season. That's when everyone has it in their head that like when they win, that's when the, the, the big money comes. Right. But People are all buying speculative, speculatively, anticipating that 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 that's already going to come to fruition. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's a sharp observation that you've been making for a little while now, and it can fully be supported by the charts, which is that we we've seen that and we've seen the same well in hockey for Tampa Bay Lightning players after their championship. You will see a run on them if they are producing and they're playing well in the playoffs. You'll see a run on them. But and, and now, especially with the multiple wins, we you just don't see the market reacting the way you, you would think it would after they've won the cup. And yeah, you, we've seen it in baseball. Um, I think defi- it'd be interesting. I think the one player that'd be really interesting this like th- this experiment would be Connor McDavid because I feel like he has a cup baked in already. Right. I think yeah, I feel like yeah. he's got several cups baked into his prices. I think I don't think you can buy a Connor McDavid without anticipating that he, he's winning a cup. But the thing is, the thing with, with Connor and Austin in hockey in particular, because it's such a unique scenario where you just, you don't really see that in other sports. In other sports, the top players do one way or the other. They end up getting position on, on, on either the top teams or, you know, a big market. Now Toronto is a big market. But there's this unique situation where they, both of their teams have this history and this tendency and this attachment of just being failures one way or the other regardless of how the Leafs play during the regular season and so I would argue that they would actually buck the trend you would see some major major happenings in the market if if Connor or Austin win a cup you're you're kind of saying it's already baked in I feel like the expectations are baked in but if the Leafs are running a parade down down Young Street I do believe that we would see some insane market action on those cards. And and you can argue that Austin hasn't even really, he's not comparatively to Connor. He's not running where he should be potentially in the market. Right. I think you're right in the sense that like, I still think there would be a run up like regardless, but I don't think that like the actual winning of the cup, I think again, that being in the cup final would be good enough to set that thing through, through the roof. And that the actual cup win, would you be brave enough to move it at that point? But that's the thing though. Right. So like, that's the thing is that like, if you move it at that point, like it's, that's why it'll be so like red hot. And that's what you're trading. You're trading potential profits for guaranteed realized gains. Do you know what I mean? Psychological. It's right. Because a lot lot of those guys sitting on burrow were convinced 
that he was going to win the Super Bowl. And with that, they were hoping for the, a further bump in their pricing, even though they had an opportunity. And a lot of people tell you this, right? You take, you take profits when you can. They had an opportunity of a 300% run up where they were. And there was, there's guys holding large amounts. Now, yeah, oh, I yeah. am sure that, you know, maybe you and I just haven't seen it or we haven't dug deep enough. I'm sure there's guys that pulled the trigger. Um, but I, I think that the vast majority didn't. I know a few, a few people that were telling me that like they've, they've added huge PC items because they were just selling Burl like the week before. Right. There you go. And that's, isn't that, like, isn't that fantastic? Like you, you, you have to be a collector on that level where aspect, look, by the way, it also depends on your initial price. Yes. If your initial price, if you got in so low, you have less of an excuse to not take that. Take I that agree. Profit. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Turn it, turn it into, you know, like, look, my thing right now, I'll, I'll put it out there and I'm sure you feel the same way. There's some stuff I want to move right now so I can start picking up baseball because baseball is going to start picking up steam towards the season. So, you know, a lot of football players, you move Burrow at those prices before the Super Bowl. Now you're positioned to do what you want, need to do when it comes to Tatis, Soto, right? Yeah. And I mean, for me personally, like I'm, I'm jo- doing just that. Like I'm moving a lot of my stuff to buy PC stuff. Like I've realized that like I, a lot of the stuff that I have, I don't love, like, you know what I mean? Like their plays and I've still, I've made gains on them. Like to this point, you know what I mean? Like some of them I haven't, but a lot of them I have. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's fantastic. Now I want to take that money and I want to buy stuff. I really love, you know what I mean? Like I want to, that you're going to have with you for a long time. And and I don't have to worry about whether it goes up or down because it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't, that won't, it won't matter if it goes up or down. Right. But like, it's, it's, it's harder and harder to do for those like big PC items because they're, they're getting so out of this world. Right. So you have to find a way to increase your equity. Right. Right. I mean, unless you're willing to like continually dump like, like months of salary into sports cards, right? Like it's tough. That being said, uh, we're transitioning from one sports hype well, well, yeah. Speaking speaking of dumping your monthly salary into something, how about dumping it into Tops Series One baseball? I'm going to ask you something. Are you buying? So, thankfully, the local card store. You know, I'm a fan of theirs, but in this case, it's not putting them in the best light. But they had a delay on their shipment, right? Really? Possibly because of you know all these issues at the border and that sort of thing. But um, I will look every year. Although no, I in 2021 you didn't. I only you got you got Chrome uh, Chrome. from you got Chrome. That's it. Chrome. Yeah. No, no, but and I only sourced Chrome in blasters. Yeah. So I didn't pick up any of the paper stuff. No. Um, I was gonna say I do it every year with every set since 2018, but I guess I didn't since 2017. Um, I will pick up a box of series one. And then I will think long and hard if I just want to stash it or, or, or break it. Because at this point, you're really either looking to get people posted these cool Mike Trout autographs. You're, you're looking to get something wild like that, or potentially a wander parallel. And now here's the thing. Okay. So you mentioned some of these parallels might've been printed more because the overall print run is there, but yeah. did you see that? Did you see the odds that were yeah, yeah, released? The, the one so in 38 as, gold? As they print more, yeah. right? So back in the day, you used to get like a gold parallel in every pack. Now yeah. they're, what are they? One per box. No, um, one in 38 packs. So they, they yeah. could, it could be 
like what like so way more what, than what one that per translates box. to is there's all this base that's being printed and now you have to buy more boxes and that wouldn't have been so bad when boxes were 60 70 bucks yeah but now they're 150 canadian i know i know i know, I know. um and you really are for what you're trying to get back out of that look collectors so, wait, so that being said is it is it a play to just buy the parallel then like i mean we've seen yes. some crazy parallel prices like i've I, if you go on ebay right now some of the par- parallel prices are out of this well, world look in, in my opinion there's no play possible right now it's too early we know early hype okay um th- there the, the the people out there that have their systems all in check and have some advantages can try to get some of these base cards out for grading as soon as possible. There's already one on eBay, dude. There's a PSA 10 Wander Franco sitting on eBay right now. I don't even know how that's actually possible. Like, because it came out on a Wednesday. You would have to pull that, send it to PSA. They would have to grade it and it needs to be back in your hands. And, And we're recording on a Saturday. So we're talking about four day turnaround. There it is. It, pulling it, pardon it, do you know what it's at brendan because i'm I'd looking say, at it. i'd say 1600 us uh it's at 730 us just the base okay. I, 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 the reason why i said 1600 is because people are going crazy right now but it has it has two days now look anyone with half a brain or anyone who has access to just like looking at what's going on with the ronald acuna jr update knows that th- this is absolutely ridiculous but it's predictable too so i think anyone who's got their cards at psa right now these wanderers however they they did it like you said they're going to do great um people selling the parallels right now are going to do great this is going to settle down this is going to settle down obviously uh it's i'm I'm hearing people are saying every blaster's got one it's going to settle down um everyone and their brother is going to have a wander franco top series one rookie card I am also noticing just like via my own personal sales and that sort of thing, people are looking at other wanders right now because they see how expensive uh, the, the parallels are. It does hearken to the controversial issue of 2021 Bowman's Best, which by the way, I've gained some clarity on because I misunderstood the article. Uh, I was sitting there like, the reason why this isn't going to work is because the implication here is that all of the prospects in the Bowman's best set, which are numbered as part of the set, are technically rookie cards. Jason Dominguez, Spencer. No, Torkelson. it's only if they debut this year. It's because Franco played last year. Yeah. So these meet the requirements. He played. Yeah. He's in a regularly numbered set. There are still a lot of uh, a lot of collectors and hardcore collectors who are treating it as a rookie card it is going to be designated as such in Beckett. So I guess the series one's probably just going to be designated gold cup, but um, that's like something a, like a debut. Yeah. Bowman's best is a, is, is a limited product. It's still on the market right now. You have an option of buying that when you show up with your hard earned money to buy a box of series one, it's only a few months. It's only one or two months removed from Bowman's best, which is sitting right in front of you has tons of amazing autographs and prospects in it. Um, but again, uh, series one's more affordable. It's the flagship. It's the thing that especially, you know, lower level, not lower level, but base, basic collectors, people that aren't flippers want that product. They're going to rip a bunch of it. They're RSPs. 
Um, but uh, it, it is interesting to see how it's going to affect the entire Franco market. So I got and, a question for you again then. So I've seen um, a gold auto pulled of Wander Franco. Yes. It was a redemption. Yes. How do you feel about holding that long-term? If realistically speaking, the, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and like disrespect everyone else in the product. Although there are a few other good rookies, but if the only reason why you're opening that product is for a Wander Franco, right? Like, and the best card you could pull is a Wander Franco auto. um, The redemptions expire at the end of 2023. Are they all? Does he have any live autographs? I don't. Only on car. Uh, only sticker. To I my knowledge, if the silver pack sticker. If I'm not mistaken. Right, but it's still a live auto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you're saying that there are ones that will expire. I mean, we've we've touched on that in the past. But I mean, not but not with a guy who's single handedly carried a product though. Like yeah, that is a real. That is a real thing. Like we're talking yeah, about if you have like a 2019 product and Tatis expires. You got Vladdy, you got a lot. That's exactly it. Like you have like, I mean, even like Eloy and, and Jordan and you know, like, um, but you're talking about a guy who's single-handedly carrying this product. Like I don't, yes. I guarantee you, if you were going to go after serial numbers of anyone, that could be a play. If you, if you like anyone in this product, go after their serial numbered shit, because I guarantee you people are probably selling it for dirt cheap yes because all, like they're trying to recoup losses for going yes. after, after franco exactly. like no joke Absolutely. if you like like gavin sheets bro go out there and buy a goddamn out of 10 or out of 50 or whatever right because i guarantee you that someone out there is selling it for stupid cheap who are who are some of the other rookie cards in the set there i mean i the only one that I, i'm really uh lewis gill who's like a pitcher for the yankees gavin sheets uh, DH for the Chicago White Sox. I mean, we're right. talking about slim pickings here, bro. Like, seems like it seems like. So I think I, when I saw that the redemption, I was a little upset to be honest because I, you know, I hate redemptions to begin with. But the fact that like this this set is carried by this guy, and like knowing that these autos might expire. I mean, if you're trying to hold this product, I, I don't know if you... It's, uh, it's a good point. It's a very I don't good know point. If, I don't know if that's a great idea, if I'm going to be entirely honest with you. Now, this is why people were so, you know, fully on board with, you know, 2018 sealed stuff, right? Because it was all there. It's, it Everything's is all there. there. Yeah. There's so many, there. There's so many rookie cards. There's so many autographs and they're all in there. So. And there were so many potential hits instead of like, uh, like this is like straight up, like you're gambling on getting a Wander Franco like parallel. That's it. That's, that's basically it. Like not even the rookie anymore before no. you could gamble to get like a, if you open a 2018 tops series one or update, yes. you're okay. gambling on getting like a, like a Juan Soto, like even base, uh, like to recoup, um, an Acuna and, base. And, know, and knowing that they'll, and knowing that they will grade well. You know, like you're going to, you're going to get something back probably, but like this could be a $150 skunk times like eat like six boxes, bro. Like, yeah, it's, I'm not going to go too deep on this product. I want to, I want to sit back. See some, one of the best plays in cards is to do nothing. It's to sit back, sit back and watch how it plays out. Don't fall for the FOMO. There's so many intelligent people right now watching our show because you have to be intelligent to watch our show 
there, you know, there's so many intelligent people on social media and in the collecting circles that are otherwise really it's smart people that are going to get caught up in this phone. Like, I, I, I just want, I want to have the base. And it's too easy to just go buy it for $10. I'm going to go start buying boxes and I'm going to start digging a hole. You know, and that, that's the collector mentality, unfortunately. So don't like if don't you do want to buy a burl, buy it now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, honestly, like, dude, Absolutely. like if you were going to buy it like uh, like a week ago, they've tanked, buy them now, you know? If like, you want to invest, like, guys, if you want to invest in 2020 football sealed product, now's the time. You right? know, like, and don't don't wait, like, oh, I think prices are going to go down. Like, it's already happened. Like, don't test your luck. If you were going to do it a week ago, you can don't do wait. it today. Don't wait. Make sure. Make sure you... you Go on the opposite of the hype train. Go on the, the mindful and slow train, you know? Like, <laughs> and, it's very, and it's a very easy way to illustrate it for baseball. While everybody's over here doing this weird Wander Franco series one thing, you should be over here picking one of yeah. a multitude of amazing players who are about to have a huge season and get to work. You can buy literally anybody else right now and like, everyone's so focused in one area like it's very simple and just if you like take this strategy more often than not uh you might not always own the sexiest cards but like the way that these things ebb and flow in two weeks time that won't be the sexiest card anyway in two weeks time a brand new product's gonna come out and no one's gonna give a flying shit about wander franco you know the next product, maybe it's like optic football, or we haven't had any any football releases yet. Maybe it's yeah. series one soccer or series one hockey. It's coming out. I mean, I don't know when, but apparently soon, right? Now all of a sudden we, we go from chasing Wander Franco to chasing Trevor Zegris, right? So the, every week there's gonna be something new. And it's not gonna stop in baseball anytime soon. Cause if you look at the crop of guys that will be making their debuts over the next three, four years, my God. And the funny thing is people say generational talent. How many generational talents do you think there's gonna be? If we're already so blessed with the likes of the Cunha Soto Vladimir, what, we're, do we really think that all these guys are gonna pan out? Franco, Dominguez, I've had this argument Marciano, about Tom Brady. When people Jay, say Jay the Rodriguez, next Tom Brady, when people say the next Tom Brady, I actually get mad because we're talking about the best football player ever. And like football has been around for like what, 80 years. You're trying to tell me that there's going to be like, it's taken 80 years to get this guy. You know what I mean? Like who yeah, said like, that there ever is one. Don't get me wrong. Training is better than ever. Athletic bodies and accomplishments are better than ever but man we really have to like temper our expectations you're 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 gonna want you know you're gonna wind up with a lot of upper middle guys yeah and that's not who you want to be pouring all your money into i would argue man like we we have such phenoms on the field right now it's so funny how people get you know, it's, it's, it's like the grass, like they want, they want the new, you know, or your buddy's girlfriend is tempting yeah, yeah. you or something when you got something really great at home. Like there, there, there are so many players on the field right now who have won they, championships, man. They've already won 
ships. I'll like, just give you an example. You know, if if you want to drop 300 Canadian on a jumbo box of Series 1, for less than 300 Canadian, I picked up a Rainbow Parallel PSA 10 Vlad. I have several now. Does that sound pretty good versus the box? My God, you know, like, so, and, and, and that's just one example. There's so many amazing things you can pick up right now between 200, 300 Canadian uh, on eBay uh, or at a local show when it comes to some of these hot players. You want to do that or do you want to do that jumbo? And, and, and essentially you're playing roulette to try to score like a silver pack Franco auto or, or a parallel? You're playing roulette, but you're not playing black or black or red. You're playing the numbers. Yes. Like you're exactly. like you're playing yes. you're playing numbers. You know, like Even you're you're better. every time that that ball rolls around, you're like three, seven, thirty-one, and it, it, it's it's yes, the payout could be you no know, thirty-three times your money or whatever it is. Or if but you're like, cool and wealthy enough, someone will just send you something for free with. <laughs> Chris Brown and fireworks and it's exciting. It's numbered out of 25. It's awesome. Team, if there's one thing you'll take from today, please just despite the noise, try to make decisions with clarity. Even if you want to own something, we're not saying don't buy the hottest player. We would never say that. We're just saying, just, just wait until it's cooled down a little bit. And I know that use FOMO, your noggin. I know that deep down in your stomach, that FOMO starts to rot your gut, and you're like, "What if it goes higher? What if it goes higher?" I promise you, if you just wait it out, eventually it gets to a point where you're nice and comfortable, and you can you can just start picking picking apples from trees. You know, you're there you're in you an, or, or, an orchard full of trees and just picking apples. And the coaches are likely to touch on this a bit more next week, potentially, or the week after. But just a reminder to treat one another with some common respect. Understand that you might not know everything about what you're talking about when you're making a deal. Use the rules of the road, rules of etiquette that we will expand upon. Uh, Anyone can ask whatever they want. That doesn't mean that they're a bad person. Um, You find low prices, you find high prices. Treat one another with respect build relationships, call people out when they need to be called out, um, have an open mind and understand that the coaches are here to coach you through all that. Damn right. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. Coach Co, out. Peace.